The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. just me and really the question tonight is can they do it again can they do it again tomorrow john schaefer with you here on the wrap-up show uh jim mia i think he claims he's doing wedding related things potentially this weekend with aaron which is a legitimate excuse i would think uh there is no july 4th show by the way that's my wife's birthday but we are here with you and by we i mean i am um on this monday night padres impressively over the angels although We'll believe it when we consistently see it, right? I mean, they went tonight 10-3. Um, they hit. They hit with men in scoring position. Blake Snell was really good, reigning June pitcher of the month in the National League. And everything was great for a night. But now can they do it again and again and again? So, John Schaefer with you here on the wrap-up show. If you are here, thank you guys. First of all, off the top of the show, I should mention that we hit 5,000 subscribers last night because of you guys. Uh, you guys have been terrific. Uh, let me see if I can find the graphic to pull up on the screen here. But uh, let's see, 5,000 subscribers. Uh, here it is. Thank you, guys. Not that I'm really pulling it up, but there it is. So thank you, guys, seriously, for your support. 5,000 subscribers we surpassed. Um, started this thing on YouTube less than two years ago. Uh, wouldn't have been able to do it without our viewers, without our sponsors, our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. So thank you, guys. If you are here live, if you are here on replay, thank you. If you have not yet subscribed and if you've considered doing it, if you've been waiting for tonight like a victory over the Angels, please consider doing it. Just click that subscribe button. We really do appreciate it. In addition to subscribing, please smash the like button. You can follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. Really appreciate the Supers. I'll get to all of the Supers tonight, as always. 
a uh, great way to support the channel, great way to interact with the show, great way to control the narrative or the direction of the content as well as the Padres win it 10-3. Um, they did it in a manner in which they sometimes do win this year. I think they've scored 10 runs maybe nine or 10 times now this year, but it's how they follow up these games, which has been at times lackluster. Still 39-46. and 46. Yeah, Angels had played good baseball. They haven't played as well recently. They did lose Mike Trout in this game. It's a significant storyline, obviously, for the Angels moving forward, but could be a factor in the remainder of this series as well. And then, you know, Blake Snell, reigning June pitcher of the month, continued to pitch well here tonight, worked in and out of trouble all night, goes five scoreless innings. And then the bullpen, there were some challenges, but the offense did more than enough. I mean, you look up and how often have we said this? Not a lot. You know, Tatis, three hits. Soto, three runs. Machado, two hits. Bogart's the big hit, the three-run first-inning home run, which was his first hit of the season with runners on first and second base. Let me say that again. For Xander Bogart, who bats in the middle of the lineup, it was his first hit of the season with runners on first and second base. He had been 0 for 21. And then Jay Cronenworth had a couple of hits in this game as well. So Tatis, Machado, Bogart, Cronenworth, Soto, reaching base safely with a base hit late couple of walks as well and three runs scored so very impressive for the Padres here tonight but again it only goes as far as tomorrow for me you know can they in as compelling of a matchup as you're going to find can they find a way to win the series Joe Musgrove Shohei Otani and how often will the way Otani's been playing you're kind of fearful because you know to play tonight he was over three he did walk a couple of times but um you know, we'll see. Otani and Musgrove tomorrow. Juan Soto had some interesting comments before the game about facing Otani tomorrow night that we will get into. So, again, if you're here, appreciate the Supers. We'll get to them all. Let's get this thing started on this July 3rd. Hope everyone is having a great holiday weekend. Looking forward to the 4th and uh, looking forward to being with you guys here tonight. Uh, Juan Soto walks, which he did, by the way, tonight, I think three times. Is that right? Did Soto walk three times in this game? He walked twice. Scored three runs, had that late single infield hit. Has a 926 OPS by far, the top total on the team. Fernando Tatis Jr. second at 881. He says, so are we scoring one or zero runs tomorrow? This has been the bugaboo. This has been the issue. This has been the problem. This has been the maddening part of it. This is why my hair is gray, even though i got a haircut here. Looks gray, right? Thank you, Padres, for the gray hair. Um, because... It's been few and far between where they followed up a game like this with another. And then another. I think it's happened a couple times where they've put together good offensive series, even maybe good offensive road trips or four or five game stretches. But it's been a rarity. It really has. And they're coming off. Of, we have to remember the state of the team coming in. Season low, eight games under 500. Season worst, one and five road trip. Like, you know, there's only one direction here for this team to go. Um Hopefully in the second half, and that is trending towards, you know, 500 and hopefully above it at some point after the All-Star break. Um, but they came in really reeling. I mean, they, they have reeled for the last two plus weeks since they went to San Francisco on that Monday night, blew a 4 nothing lead. Luis Garcia in the ninth, Josh Hader blowing the save. And I think that was maybe 15 days ago, 14 or 15 days ago. And they've just found new ways to lose. But hopefully... When you look at the last four games, they are finding their way out of it. You say, well, what do you mean the last four games? They're two and two. Well, I thought in Cincinnati they actually looked like a semblance of a team we were hoping to see. Whether it was Friday night with the back-and-forth affair where they scored an extra innings a couple of times and they suffered a heartbreaking loss. Saturday they bust out the bats at 10-plus 10, 10 runs. 
And then on Sunday, you know, went down 2 nothing. It was 2 nothing late, but hit a couple of home runs in the eighth inning. Went down 4-2 in the ninth inning, scored at the tying run in scoring position before, was it Rugnet Odor hit that liner at second? Could not have hit the ball harder, I don't think. And the Padres lost 4-3. So I would say the last four games, the Padres look more like the Padres that we saw heading into the San Francisco series. Now, the issue has been consistency. Can they play consistently well for a period of time? The answer to this point has been unequivocally, definitively no. Will that change heading into the All-Star break? Maybe, you know, you look at this as an opportunity. Angels without Mike Trout, presumably, because of the wrist. And then the Mets, who have been worse than the Padres with all the expectations. So if ever you could put together one of those, you know, four and two, five and one homestands, this would be the time to do it for the Padres. And again, they get it off on the uh, right foot with a 10-3 win tonight behind Blake Snell, Xander Bogarts. Josh Hader appeared in this game. We can get into that. Should he have appeared? He just didn't pitch much. In June, I think he went 10 days between outings from June 20th to June 30th. He threw like seven innings in the month of June or seven and a third innings. And because of that, he will need work. But you kind of fear when you get a closer in that needs work, you know, what's going to happen later in the series if they really need him potentially one or two more times. Uh, Jimmy, thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate it. Uh, he says, need Cronenworth to produce more. And guess what? You got that tonight. You got that from Jake Cronenworth tonight, um, who has really struggled. I think it's a very fair point, Jimmy, and I think that's your point. Um, I think the point is, hey, we need to see more from Cronenworth. I think one of those hits was an infield hit, I want to say, from Cronenworth. But, um, you know, encouraging because he had three RBIs in this game. Um, you know, it's year one, and you know he, he's got to be pressing. He's got to be frustrated. He's had a bad year. Team's had a bad year. And it happens to coincide with him signing the seven-year $80 million deal. So, that's got to be frustrating. I mean, obviously, it's encouraging personally to get that deal, but from a team perspective and from an on-field perspective, it has been one struggle after the next. I mean, as bad as Manny Machado's been this year, and we've talked about it repeatedly, and I thought Machado had a couple of moments in this game, you know, Cronenworth has been much worse or has at least been worse than Manny Machado. So Machado, Bogarts, Cronenworth all need to be better. Bogarts, very encouraging tonight with the three-run home run. Very encouraging tonight with the three hits overall. He was three for three in, the, in this game, getting his average up to 259 and his OPS up to 740. But, Jimmy, I think you're spot on. It's important for Cronenworth, Machado, Bogarts, right? That group to perform better. Um, I think specifically Bogarts and Machado, and then Cronenworth would be third in that group. But Cronenworth is an important part of this team. Uh, has been an important part. Has been an all-star player for – couple of years with the Padres, and they need to see him play better in the second half than he has played to this point. Jared, thank you so much, um, and thank you for your membership and your super chat. He says, watching the boys hit with a risp is refreshing. I mean, we've waited all season for this as well. I want to say this was a season-high eight hits with men in scoring position. They only left six on base. They had 14 opportunities, and they came through time and time again with men in scoring position. And then you look at the flip side. It was almost like a game where – the Angels were the Padres, the Padres are the Angels a little bit because the Angels had a myriad of opportunities, specifically early, two on nobody out in the first inning against Snell. You're thinking to yourself, oh, no, <laughs> back home, this is the last thing we need, two, three-run first inning from the Angels. But no, got a double play in there. Then I want to say in the fourth inning was first and second, nobody out. Got a double play in there. But the Angels were four for 16 with men in scoring position, and they left on 14. So four for 16, they left on 14 
tonight in San Diego. So that was a little bit of like, I don't know, teams wearing alternate uniforms. I don't know how the Angels have hit with men in scoring position, but I do know this. They've been better than the Padres have been this year. So you're right, Jared. And, you know, what is it? I mean, is it that they're starting to play a little bit better at home? Is that a possibility? I mean, they just lost a home series to the Nationals. Is it the weather is warming? I mean, it wasn't overly warm, and it hasn't been warm, even though we're now in the month of July. Is it the fact that we're running out of tomorrows and we're now squarely into the second half of the year? The Padres have played 85 games, so they're four games into the second half, and they're going to run out of tomorrows. they got 77 games remaining. Um, you know, they beat a good starting pitcher here tonight. They really did for the Angels in Jaime Barea who came in with very good numbers. So it's encouraging. Now, can they do it against Shohei Otani? Good question. <laughs> you know, Again, that's the question of the night. Can they do it on back-to-back nights or not? By the way, it's very difficult for me to keep up with the chat when I'm doing a show solo, especially with as many people as are going to be here. A couple of hundred at least will be here tonight. So if you want to make sure I see your comment as I do the show, I would uh, greatly appreciate it if you considered a super chat. I can see the supers in a separate column, so we appreciate the super chats. If you want to support the channel, if you want to make sure I see your comment, if you want to control the direction of the show here tonight, click the dollar sign below the chat box. It is a great way to contribute to the show, and please subscribe as well. So thank you again, Jared. Let's get to our buddy, Quan. Thank you, Quan. And I was just talking about this. Quan says, why waste hater tonight knowing Padres face Otani tomorrow? Padres are going to need hater tomorrow. I mean, I think he could absolutely throw tomorrow. But what happens if you need him potentially in game three of this series? So let's see. Hater tonight, who allowed two base runners, I want to say a hit and a walk in this game, which means he probably didn't only throw 10 or 12 pitches. It's probably higher than that. He threw 19 pitches. It's not a low number. Because he gets swings and misses, sometimes that number will be elevated. His last outing a couple of days ago was 20 pitches. That's That was kind of hater gate, right? When he said post game, you know, I'm not comfortable throwing more than one inning in that spot. Even though we're desperate and we need to win, we're not desperate enough for me to throw two innings there. That's not what he said, but I'm paraphrasing. That's how I took it, that, yeah, times are tough, but I'm not going more than one inning. I'm not. I've got free agency coming in three months. I could have a deal larger than Edwin Diaz's deal. Um, I don't know what my future looks like, but I'm not going to you know, get myself hurt and jeopardize my future um, my future in the big leagues and my next contract for the Padres right now who are you know, eight games under 500 or whatever they were. That night. So they used him because he needs work and because he's only thrown one time since June 20th coming in. So he needs work. And you're right. What happens, Quan, in these spots, it's like when you don't want the ball to be hit to you when you're a kid, it's going to get hit to you. That's how life works. It's like the day you don't want your phone to ring because um, you don't want your boss to know that you're not really sick. And then he calls you um, and you got to explain yourself that that's what this is. And you're right. I mean, if you're fortunate enough to have a lead tomorrow against Shohei Otani, the odds are your lead will be one, two, or three runs. I mean, that's just how baseball works, especially when you face good starting pitching. There's no guarantee of it. I mean, they could lose the game. Hopefully not. They could win the game by more than three runs. Um, we all get it, but, you know, it's fair. He's got a 1-1 ERA. He's not the guy I necessarily think about needing work. But you got the All-Star game coming up. He went 10 days without pitching. There's fine lines here. I think Ruben Niebla knows what he's doing. I really do. I think it's probably a hater and the able conversation with Melvin coming into the game that says, you know, we got an off day coming up Thursday. We have four days off for the all-star break. I've pitched one time since June 20th. I need work. So I don't need to pitch five times in the next six games, but I can pitch three of the next six games or four of the next six games with the off day. So hopefully it doesn't bite him because it's a really good point because 
you know, the Tapia thing here today, I think they tried to high Tapia in the sixth inning. It didn't work out. Thank the Lord that Cosgrove in the biggest sequence of the night, you know, it looks like a blowout. It wasn't a blowout because it's a 4-2 game. I want to say Otani represents the go-ahead run against Cosgrove with first and third one out in the sixth inning, and he made him look foolish on either a slider or a sweeper. He got ahead, made him look bad getting ahead, and then, you know, Otani chased a pitch that was, I don't even know how far off the plate. Um 24 inches, maybe further than that, off the plate. So credit to Tom Cosgrove. That was an incredible sequence between Cosgrove and Otani that really maybe dictated who was going to win this game. I thought there were a couple of moments that could have done that. Snell in the top of the first inning in general, and then Cosgrove in the sixth, protecting a 4-2 lead. You're not laughing your way home to a 10-3 win without Cosgrove there. You're just not. Um, so credit to Cosgrove. Um, you know, Tim Hill. Allowed a run there late, I think. And Nick Martinez is better. He has struggled. And then Josh Hader again, a scoreless ninth in a non-save situation. And Ruben, we joke. And I think you can tell from my tone how measured I am. I'm not telling you tonight that everything is fixed. I mean, I'm still very much in the um, sellers at the trade deadline conversation. What you, you can get for Blake Snell or what can you get for Blake Snell? What can you get for Josh Hader? These are the conversations that A.J. Preller and his front office should be having until proven otherwise. So what I mean by that is until this team finds itself in a situation where they're at 500 or above, you need to plan as if you are selling at the deadline because you can't get to the deadline where they are right now. And by the way, the schedule is not going to be easy coming out of the break or even right now. Nothing's been easy for the Padres. So why should we assume that this is easy? Not to say that they're not capable of going you know, five and one into the break or four and two or on the other side of the break, six and four, whatever. But if they are the team they've been, which is 39 and 46, 85 games in, if they're the same team 100 games in, you need to think long and hard about selling because you're hurting your organization if you don't do it. If you're seven games under 500 at the trade deadline and you hold on to Josh Hader and Blake Snell, you just are. You're just hurting your organization. So AJ Preller said they're capable of pivoting if they need to. No, the pivot should be if they're buying. The pivot should be if they're playing good baseball. Right now, the positioning should be selling until we're proven otherwise because they're 39 and 46. So it's on the Padres. Go show us something. Go show us something over the next three weeks. That's what we want to see. Um, and then we want to see the World Series route. You're right, Ruben. I mean, are you turning at seventh? Are you turning down Jay? I think these are fair points. Are you finishing inside Petco Park? Um, long way. Long way to go. Is it impossible? Of course not. Not mathematically. Um, is it likely? Of course not. Not mathematically, right? So I'll tell it to you how it is. I mean, I'm a realist with this stuff, and I wouldn't tell you that, you know, they're cooked. And I also wouldn't tell you that they're sitting in a good spot. You know, they're they're sitting with work to do, with a lot of work to do, with um, you know, 70-something games to do it. So there is time, but we've said that all season long. And at some point they need to look like the team that we have occasionally seen in June and now here tonight. In July, just occasionally, we've seen flashes of it, but we need to see much more of it um, from this Padres team. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. If you are here, please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. If you are here, appreciate the super chats. Great way to interact and support the channel. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. And I also want to thank our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show, our buddy Mark Nimitz. He's been with us since day one. I've told you about him for, for years, literally for years at this point. Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance is a great insurance agent. I know it because he's my insurance agent with homeowners and earthquake and life insurance. I have three policies through Mark. He has saved me money on each and every one of them. If you call him or get to his website by clicking the link in the description down below, he will save you money just by switching your insurance. Simple as that. He will save you money. He could save you $750 or more. Like, think about that. He could save you $750 or more. And he's a lifelong San Diegan, right? Native San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan. So passionate about the Padres. That's how we got involved in working with him from day one, literally the day we started the channel, we started our relationship with Mark Nimitz. A lot of our viewers know about it because a lot of our viewers have um, uh, picked up an insurance plan through Mark over the course of the last couple of years. So if you have an auto home, business life, condo renters, earthquake insurance needs, you got to get in contact with Mark. He can give you a free quote online. So you can call him and get a free quote, or you can get a free quote online by clicking the link in the description down below. And again, if you support our channel, Please support our local partners, including our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. All right, so let's get back to it again. Padres winning here tonight. I think there's, there's a couple of interesting places to take it 
basically off the top here tonight. We'll probably be with you, by the way, for an hour total. Again, July 4th tomorrow, my wife's birthday tomorrow. So we'll be with you for another 40 minutes or so here on the wrap-up show. Um, you know, I, I think one of the places you need to take it is really, we just talked about it a moment ago, and we were talking about this trade deadline. You know, if things don't go well for the next three weeks, and I think a lot of us realize that there's a distinct possibility that the Padres don't dig out of it. There's a possibility they do, but there's a possibility that they don't. If they do not dig out of this, there are still some things that are very beneficial for the Padres at the trade deadline, and those things are Blake Snell and Josh Hader. Because, yeah, they're, they're rentals, right? Yeah, they're not guaranteed beyond 2022, but the way Blake Snell has pitched, who gets the feather in his cap today, he got that because uh, he was named the NL Player of the Month, Pitcher of the Month in June. His last eight starts have been ridiculous, sub one ERA. So he's going to command, you'd hope, multiple bidders. Not you'd hope. I mean, obviously, multiple bidders. Can you get some type of back and forth, some type of bidding war where you can really create value for yourself in trading Blake Snell? I think the answer is yes. I, I think you can get a nice return, not a haul. For a rental, but I think you get a nice return for Blake Snell. Some guys that can be impactful, hopefully sooner rather than later, that come to your system and can, you know, provide value for you in 2024 and beyond. And same thing with Josh Hader. You know, teams that are trying to buy the deadline are looking for closers. Teams that are buying at the deadline are looking for starting pitching. So again, if everything holds status quo, right? If if service holds, you have to consider what you can get for Blake Snell, and I think you can get a lot, and you have to consider what you can get for Josh Hader, and I think you can get a lot. I really do. So that's the way I look at it on this third day of July. Now he still has 28 days. He's got four weeks. So, you know, maybe Snell pitches them closer to 500. Maybe Hader appears more often in July, and this team pushes towards 500. Now they'll have a decision to make if that happens. If this is a team that, you know, gets within a game of 500 or two 500 or a game over – is A.J. Preller buying based on what he saw the first – or is he making a decision at the trade deadline based on what he saw the first three months of the season, April, May, June? Or is he going to go with his hunch or his gut and go all in based on what he saw in July if this team can play better baseball? Um, I think I said yesterday there's 23 games remaining between now and the trade deadline because of the All-Star break. And I said, what does the Padres' record need to be for the Padres not to be sellers? And, you know, 15-8 and eight at the time – would have had the Padres a game under 500 heading into the trade deadline. Now, could you be a buyer at a game under 500? I think it's a possibility. Um, I don't know if it would be likely, but I guess you'd be playing good baseball because you'd be 15 and eight in your last 23 games. But I think anything worse than that, because if you're 14 and nine, then you're still three games under 500 with about two months to go. I mean, it seems like you'd be getting pretty greedy to put more chips in the middle of the table and not sell off parts. That's the way I would see it. I don't know if you guys agree with that or disagree with that. Um, you know, if the Padres get to within a game of 500, you want to see them buy. If the Padres get to within three games of 500 and go 14 and nine over their next 23 games, including tonight, do you want to see them buy? Would you want to see them sell if they're playing good baseball? What if they just sell off a piece or two as opposed to three or four? Uh, what if they just make minor additions as opposed to, you know, revamping? So th these are the these are the conversations that Peter Seiler and AJ Preller are going to have. These are the conversations. And if you missed our conversation about what Peter Seiler had to say publicly 
uh, this weekend in Cincinnati. Watch the last wrap-up show, and if you're here, please subscribe. We talked about extensively what Peter Seiler had to say about the state of the Padres yesterday. Listen, he's a, he's an optimist. There's no question about that, and and maybe that you know serves them well in the end. Um, so we'll see. But I think anything worse than you know 14 and nine, 15 and eight, you, you're really you're really on a wing and a prayer. You're really just hoping at that point, right? I mean, if if they you know, have a nice little run here and they go, whatever that is, 13 and nine or 13 and 10 over their next 22, 23 games and you're four or five games under 500. I just, I don't know. I don't think it's enough. And I think you'd be chasing something that's already out of reach and you'd have played already a hundred games at that, that point And you'd have 50 something games remaining and you'd be, you know, at least a handful of games out of the final wild card. Now, can that be overcome? Yeah, it, it could, it could be overcome. Of course in 50-something games. But is it something you think is going to be overcome with the way this team has played? Again, these are the things that A.J. Preller and Peter Seiler should be considering over the course of the next four weeks from now into the trade deadline. So, again, I think, again, until proven otherwise, you need to think long and hard about Snell and you need to think long and hard about Hayter. And then there's other names out there, too. I, I don't think the Soto conversation is realistic for me. Because of what you gave up, and I think 2024, no matter what happens in 2023, remains a huge year for this organization. I mean, they're playing in front of 45,000 fans tonight, folks. Now, I get it. Otani was supposed to pitch tonight. He'll pitch tomorrow. But they're playing in front of 45,000 fans every night because Padres fans have been incredible, and the fan base has been better to this team than the team has been to the fan base here in 2023. So, But my point is you can't punt on 2024. It can't be publicly looking like you're punting, and but I think by trading one Soto, it looks like you're saying, you know what, we're not as good as we thought we were coming into the year, and we need to reassess for 2024. Not that we're rebuilding, but we'd be retooling, and I just I don't see it. Not when you're coming off a season in which you're going to draw three, three one, three point two million. Like that's a that's a huge number, and you're built to win now with the veterans like Bogarts, Machado, Tatis will be a veteran next year, 25, um, and then Musgrove, Darvish. You know, veteran starting pitchers. So you're built to win now, and that's why I'd keep um, Juan Soto. And and listen, if it's the same season again, which would be incredibly disappointing, obviously, and there's seven, eight games under 500, and you're approaching the trade deadline, sure, you don't have the same value or the same leverage with Juan Soto, but you can still move him, and he'd still have great value. Even as a rental, of course, you're never going to get the haul that you just gave up, but you had two and a half years of control. And when A.J. Preller made that trade, he said, he was doing it for three postseason runs. Did he miscalculate because of what has happened here with the Padres in 2023? So we shall see. Um, you know, I think when you when you look about uh, when you look at tonight's game here with Blake Snell, you know, I think if this is you know the first six weeks of the season, he's no way is he getting out of some of those jams. If this was early last year, same thing. If this was his first year in 2021, same thing. A, I don't think he's getting through five innings because of pitch counts. And B, I think someone along the way is going to take advantage because the Angels had plenty of opportunities. Base runners, every single inning. No one, two, three innings for Blake Snell. None of it was easy from the top of the first inning. But the difference between Snell from 2021 until the final month, 2022 until the second half, and 2023 since April is that he's dealing with adversity better. Um, and you just look at the raw numbers, you know, I mean, just look at the numbers, the swings and misses, the overall ERA, um, his whip, these last eight, nine starts, he, he's pitched as well as anyone in the national league. And how do we know it? Because he was literally named the pitcher of the month today 
in the National League. So Snell was really good. And then the bullpen, when it needed to be good, I'm telling you, the bullpen has been maligned. The bullpen has had some tough moments in San Francisco. Over the last two weeks, it's been exposing. I don't think it has anything to do with Ruben Niebla. I don't think it has really much to do with the group. I think it has a lot to do with this. You've got Robert Suarez's situation where you could have used him a ton over the last couple of weeks. And if he was pitching like he did last year, you'd have a couple of more wins in tow. You have Steven Wilson out due to injury. You have general ineffectiveness of Luis Garcia and Nick Martinez at times. And you have Josh Hader who's not going to pitch more than consecutive days and never pitch more than one inning. So that combination has put the Padres' bullpen behind the eight ball, and I think we all agree with that. And despite that, you know, has it been the worst bullpen in baseball the last two weeks? No, they've blown a lot of saves. Or excuse me, they've blown a lot of leads the last two weeks. But it was nice to see in a big spot against – as good of a hitter as there is in baseball, right, in Shohei Otani, 4-2 game, Tom Cosgrove, first and third, where, you know, Angels are a base hit away from stealing all momentum, and they're a home run away from a lead. And Shohei Otani is pacing for like 60 home runs and coming off the best home run month in Angels history in June when he hit, I think, 14 or 15 home runs. So he's been absolutely scorching hot, and Tom Cosgrove changes the game by getting Otani and getting out of that spot for two. We don't know what happens if Otani takes them deep or doubles into the gap. We, we don't know if the Padres win this game. You might say, well, John, they scored 10 runs. We don't know what happens. We don't know where the Angels go with their bullpen. We don't know if the Padres press. So it was as big of a moment. We could talk about Snell all night. We can talk about this lineup and Xander Bogarts with a three-run home run. We could talk about anything you want. We can talk about anything you want. But Tom Cosgrove striking out Shohei Otani, for me – was as big as any moment, really was, was as big as any moment in this game. Uh, we can also go back a little bit to what I was saying yesterday about Fernando Tatis Jr. It is a snub. I mean, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. It, it is a snub. Um, it's absolutely it's absolutely a snub. Sorry, just looking at a tweet um, that Jim sent me. Jim's got time to send me a tweet, but doesn't have time to join us here on the wrap-up show. Can someone tag Jim on, on Twitter and make fun of him or say, or guilt him into joining us potentially. Try to guilt Jim into joining us here on the wrap-up show at Jim Russell. SD, while you're there, follow me on Twitter as well, at John Schaefer. Please subscribe if you're here, and I, we do appreciate your supers as well. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Um, hold on. Let me just see this real quick. Okay. Um, where were we? I forget where I was. I completely forget where I was. I lost my train of thought. Where was I? Someone tell me where I was. Because I completely forget. This is true, Rocket. And I'll get to you, YJD, in one second. That's exactly true. Where's Jim when the team wins? <laughs> right? Um, okay, let me get to a couple of these supers that are rolling in. Thanks, guys. Really do appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out. Um, YJD, thank you. He says, Cy, the bet is Angels tomorrow according to the trend. Well, the trend of the Padres who have a good game followed by a series of bad ones or have some offensive success and then look anemic the next time they play. Yeah, that's true. Um, now, listen, Shohei Otani's pitching for the Angels tomorrow. So we know that's not overly encouraging. But we do believe, based on what happened today, and I'm not one that roots for injuries. I just don't. I think that's ridiculous. But Facts are facts. I mean, Mike Trout left with like a non-contact injury, fouling a ball off. Looked like a routine foul ball, and it might have been a wrist or a hand. 
I'd be surprised if he played tomorrow. I, I'd be surprised probably if he played the series. Could be wrong. Maybe he plays tomorrow. It's three home runs. I got no clue. But he didn't complete the plate appearance and went right back into the clubhouse. So I don't think that's encouraging for the Angels. One player doesn't make a team. We know that. Angels have had Mike Trout not been very good over the last decade. They've had Shohei Otani not been very good over the last half decade. So one player doesn't make one game or two games. But um, – yeah, the concern is Otani and the fact that the Padres, after scoring a lot, don't score a lot. Um, maybe you get a break where Trout doesn't play um, because he's obviously capable of impacting any game that he does play in. But, you know, to win a series against the Angels and then give yourself maybe a chance to do even better than that, should you win tomorrow, you'd have a chance at a three-game sweep, dare I say it, after winning game one. They've won so many game ones and lost so many series this year, and they still have not swept a three-game series this year, incredibly. So, you know, it is a size situation. Until they, If they win game two, we can talk, at this, uh, talk about the sweep. Um, but it's a, I mean, what a game. July 4th, mid-afternoon start. Joe Musgrove, Shohei Otani, Petco Park in front of 45,000 plus. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um, I got to, did I miss, I, Rocket, I thought there was a super in there. Hold on real quick. My eyes may be deceiving me. They must have been. Uh, we already got to the Rocket comment. I'm sorry. That wasn't a super, but I saw it. Um, Alex, thank you. He says the uh, PED suspension is the reason for the snub, sadly. Thank you. That's what I was talking about. Um, but is that right? I mean, isn't the point of the suspension to be the punishment for the player? If the punishment is, listen, if you've been suspended, you're not eligible for the All-Star game for the next calendar year. Okay, well, then that's the that's the rule. Then that's in the CBA, right? Then the players and the owners have bargained for that. If those are the rules, those are the rules. If you've been suspended for PDs and you can't appear in the next All-Star game, so be it. That's not the rule. And this is what I said at the beginning of the year. I'm like, Tatis could have an MVP caliber year. He's not winning MVP. He would literally have to be Ronald Acuna and have better numbers, which is impossible because Acuna is like the first player ever with 20-plus homers and 40-plus steals at this point. In a season. So, like, if Fernando Tatis Jr. had 20 home runs and 40 stolen bases, he literally would be kept out from National League MVP. And he wouldn't even get, like, half the votes if it was between him and Acuna. I, I just know it right now. Um, and I don't think it's right. I just don't. I mean, I'm not going to go pick it outside Petco Park or the Major League Baseball Commissioner's Office in New York City. I just think it's stupid. He served his punishment. Um, so he's punished forever. Baseball's so ridiculous with that he's going to be held accountable for his actions as a 22 year old when he's 41 or 43, when he's up for eligibility, you know, in Cooperstown, should he have that type of career? And we're, and writers are going to hold him accountable for that. I mean, we've all made mistakes in life, maybe some more significant than others, but you know, okay. So he took a performance enhancing drug when not playing in the major leagues and missed 80 games. Isn't that punishment enough? Plus had to deal with the public ridicule but now he's not eligible for the all-star game. Why? Why? And I read what Ken Rosenthal said today. I did not like it. I don't know if you guys saw that in the athletic. I really didn't. Um, you know, the, maybe the players proved a point with keeping Tatis out. I don't know. I, I think other, I don't think that's happening with the players, to be honest. I really don't. I mean, maybe it's, Hey, the Padres are having a bad season and he just missed the cut because he missed 20 games. Now that's fair. You can, you can be judged on that. He didn't play the full half because of the, um, the missed 20 games. So that's fair. And maybe he just didn't get 
the the uh, player vote because the Padres are eight games under five hundred. But maybe it's not out of spite. Like the spite for me with with other members of the union, like the players in the union are holding Fernando Tatis Jr. suspension over his head. That that to me seems a little bit like a stretch. Ken Rosenthal running today, but when it comes to Tatis, I can picture players sitting at lockers, filling out their ballots and thinking, and then he puts this in quotes, F this guy. He just wrote the word as F. Is that right? Maybe not, considering Tatis's performance, but players generally prefer to police themselves, both on and off the field. I don't know. I really don't buy that. I think that should be catching much more flack than it is. I really do. Um, I think it's catching maybe some flack. I haven't really followed up on some of the reaction, but there's been reaction. I know there's been reaction to it. So if he's earned it, he's earned it. He didn't earn it last year. He didn't get anything. Okay. But if he's earned it this year, like it's legitimate. Um, that, that's how I look at it. Maybe you guys agree. Maybe you guys disagree. You can comment. You can comment with the super as well. Like our buddy JD's third. Thank you. JD's third. If you want to comment with the super, you can just click the dollar sign. Below the chat box, he says, uh, John, it's the fans, players, and coaches, not Rob M. Um, well, it's not – the fans, I understand. I have no problem with the fans not voting for Fernando Tatis Jr., but once he doesn't get the fan vote, it comes down to the players and the coaches. I have a bigger issue with the players and coaches taking exception than the fans. Fans are fans. They can think whatever the hell they want. I mean, it's a popularity contest, obviously to get into the All-Star game. Fans can do whatever the hell they want. I got no problem with some guy in Milwaukee voting for whomever or some guy in Arizona voting for. I don't care what the fans do. I really don't. That's their prerogative. You can vote for a player or against a player for whatever reason, right? You you like his hair. You you hate his background. You like the college he went to. I mean, there's a zillion reasons to vote for or against someone. So fans can do whatever the hell they want. I know that Tatis, once he wasn't among the finalists, wasn't getting voted in as a starter and Tatis, you know, recognized it and spoke on that. And, and I think he was okay with it. I just think once we get to the players, and the coaches, and it's like, these guys are in a fraternity that understand, like, this is a, this is a performance-based business. This isn't fandom. Fandom is about like, who's got the coolest swag, which would have been Tatis before the suspension. Here's the truth. Tatis has come back from significant injuries and a PED suspension and performed better than 99% of players could by hitting and hitting for power, by displaying every single tool, by playing a brilliant right field, a position he had barely played, and by leading the National League in outfield assists. It's good enough to be on the All-Star team, and he should be on the All-Star team. And that's the way I see it, um, and I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to stick to it. I think most of the people here probably probably agree with that, would be my guess. Um, we do want to remind you guys that we wouldn't be able to do this day in and day out without the support of our partners like our friends over at Aura. ORA.organic. They do have a 25% off sale going on right now. If you use code USA25, again, a July 4 sale going on right now with our friends at Aura, 25% off with code USA25. This is a great company. All plant based nutritions, ORA and supplements, uh, ORA.organic, or click the link in the description down below. I've taken the probiotic every day for over a year. My wife's been taking their probiotic for every day for about two months. It is um, just a great product. I've been taking probiotics for 10 years, but um, I really highly recommend it. If you have any reasons to be taking a probiotic, there's a million, um, whether it's your digestion, your heart, mental health. There's a lot of reasons to take a probiotic. They have uh, omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, they have proteins for after workouts. They have pre-workout supplements. 
They have sleep pills and immunity pills. They have something for everyone. I kid you not. Shop at ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. You can view the website. You can see all the products. Their co-founder, Will, um, is a huge Padres fan, native San Diego, and they've got offices right here in Liberty Station. So it's another one of our partners that's based locally in San Diego. So if you support our channel, please support our partners on the channel, including our friends at Aura, ORA.organic. And again, going on right now. Click that link in the description right now down below. 25% off with code USA25. Again, 25% off your order through July 4th. Use code USA25. And thank you guys for your support of our partners here on the wrap-up show, including our friends at Aura. All right. What are we missing here tonight? Um, Let's see. I've got some notes written down. Let's see here. Uh, You know what? You, You probably... Did you see the quotes from Juan Soto before today's game? I thought they were a little bit out of touch, and I thought they lacked a little bit of feel. And I think the Padres have had that happen a good amount. I would say in 2023, where it's like, well, hold hold on. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. And I'll paraphrase a little bit, but I think Darnay Tripp on his Twitter feed has some video. Juan Soto said Shohei Otani is going to have a hard time facing this lineup tomorrow. And, and almost, I don't think he took exceptions to the question, but like, he was, you know, he said it with, you know, conviction, which is fine. But if Shohei Otani is going to have a hard time facing the Padres lineup tomorrow, why haven't other pitchers had similarly hard times throughout the course of these first 85 games? That's got to be the $200 million question. And I hope tomorrow is the day that starts the dominoes falling for the Padres and they can beat a really, really good pitcher in Shohei Otani. It would be incredible uh, on a July 4th at America's Finest Ballpark in front of 45-plus thousand fans to make it back-to-back wins to start the series. I mean, it would be it would be tremendous if they're able to do that. But it's like, I don't know, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little more humility. Like, you're coming home, you're 38 and 46, whatever you are, whatever you are coming into this game. Like, I don't really want to hear about how hard of a time it's going to be to face this lineup um, heading into the series. Now, tonight, they scored 10 runs, so he backs it up tonight. Can they back it up again tomorrow? Like, I don't need bulletin board material, is my point. They're 39 and 46. Dig out of the hole. Do the work. Do the job. And there have been comments. They once sort of talked about the Dodgers in April. I forget what he said. That, you know, we're coming for them, or the division is ours. And Fernando Tatis Jr., um, we're dogs or whatever he said in Mexico city. Um, shoot. Peter Seidler, AJ's excellence. He said this weekend talking about AJ Preller, like guys, can we show some humility? Can we do it with actions? Not words. Can we win on field? Is, I mean, am I asking for too much? Am I out of line? Am I missing something? That's the way I see it. It's, you know, just like, I don't know, just consistently perform. If we look up in August and all of a sudden you went from eight under to eight over. Let's talk. Let's absolutely talk. That's great. But to be talking eight under 500 heading into this series about tomorrow night. And I, I get it. You're being asked about it. So it's not like you're just, you know, running around, you know, barking about Shohei Otani or whatever. You know, that, that's not what's going on in the clubhouse with these players like screaming about, hey, look, Shohei Otani, he's going to have a hard time tomorrow against us. We'll see. I hope he does. I hope he does. But I just found it interesting and curious, the timing. Like, you are limping home. Like, you are flat out limping home 
tonight. Very good night. But it's a night. The road trip was six games. This was one. So you can't make up one and five by going one. No, you got work to do. Um, all right, let me get back to some of these supers, guys. If you're here, please subscribe. You're on Padres content for you. Appreciate the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Happy 4th of July and early happy 4th of July from us here on the wrap-up show as well. We'll see if the Padres can win on 4th of July. Um, James, thank you for the super. Says that quote equals same energy as the Kershaw meme. I mean, you know, I hate to say it, but but you said it. You know, we'll see. It either is or it isn't. It either is or it isn't because it goes one or two ways. And, of course, the meme doesn't have to do with the way they've played. But look at the record since the meme. Of course, this quote isn't the end-all, be-all for the next 70-whatever games, 77. But it's like, you know, I don't. I think the Angels have bigger concerns. They got this trout wrist thing. Um, you know, they're not playing their best baseball right now. They have an important stretch coming up like the Padres do over the next five or six games to close out. The first half. So I don't think it's something that's probably being wildly discussed or widely discussed, excuse me, in the Angels Clubhouse, but you just don't know. And Juan Soto's a star. This isn't Brandon Dixon saying, hey, it's going to be a tough lineup for Otani to face look out. I don't know if that would get any eyebrows raised in the Angels Clubhouse. This is Juan Soto, you know, um, a star among stars, one of the most recognizable names in baseball since 2019. So, um, you know, there's no there's no need to poke Shohei Otani, right? There's no need to provide any extra motivation. There just isn't. Now, are you providing motivation to your own clubhouse, potentially? I, I hope so. I mean, maybe that's the type of motivation that the Padres rely on. Because I just don't know what you're trying to accomplish when you say something like that. And he said something about, hey, of course, I'm going to do the Soto Shuffle. And just relax. Just credit Shohei Otani. That's the job. That's what you do publicly. If you if you want to take it out on Otani, do it on field. Homer off him. Do it twice. You know? So let's see. Let's see what happens tomorrow night. And I, I really hope that it works out well for Juan Soto and the Padres. I really do. Because they just are so due for some things to go their way. You know? They just feel overly due to get going but i've said it all year long and i'm not going to sit here after a 10-3 win and say man the padres are going because they scored 10 runs tonight against a good pitcher and they did but i just can't say it. we've we've been fooled way too many times um you know you win tonight despite getting out hit angels 14 hits three runs because the padres limited them with the men in scoring position they limited otani in that big spot tom cosgrove did which was important and then we've talked about this offense but you know, whether it's Soto with the three-run scored or Tatis with three hits, he does everything. Should have had an outfield assist in this game, if not for a challenge and an overturn. You know, Manny Machado, I, I thought, was was solid. Uh, Bogart's huge moment early, the three-run home run, just absolutely needed it, had to have it, the way he's been playing here since April. Jay Cronenworth needed a night like tonight with three RBIs. Um, and then from there, Gary Sanchez 0 for 4, Carpenter 0 for 2, Cruz 0 for 2, Grisham over two with a couple of walks, but you had done your damage. And that's what we've talked about. If you're, if you're going to get real production out of four or five players, which just hasn't consistently happened. It just has not, it just has not consistently happened for the Padres. Like, I don't know how many times we've seen Soto, Tatis, Machado, Bogarts all score, have a hit, right? And like how often have they all scored and had a hit in the same game? 
I'd have to look it up, and I'm not going to. Of course, you can discount 20 games because of Tatis and the PDs. You can take some games away from Machado. You can take some games away from Bogarts because of injury, but it hasn't happened a lot. There's not a lot of games where those four have all had hits and runs scored in the same game. There cannot be more than a few a few instances. Um, all right, let's see here, guys. Just trying to catch up in the um, in the chat. Let's see here. Professional, I'd like you to follow up. You're talking about my reaction to Soto's comments. Follow up if that's what you're talking about, and I'll react further. And while you do that, I will remind you about our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code PADSRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, get a 100% deposit match up to $100. They've got the seventh inning stretch going on right now. You can draft your Major League Baseball team. You can do it for $7, and they're going to set your lineup at the end of each week. Simple as that. There are no trades, no waivers, no setup necessary. It's 7 bucks to enter. You can win 30000 for first place, $150,000 in total prizes. You can sign up from now through July 14th at Underdog Fantasy or the Underdog Fantasy app. And again, use promo code PODSRAP, that is P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Promo code PODSRAP for a 100% deposit match up to $100. Here it is, $7 entry, $150,000 in prizes. Sign up right now. They've got drafts going on each and every day, including daily drafts, starting at just $3 per draft going on right now for July 4th games. You can also play pick'em contests. We tell you about them all the time. You can do pick'ems on hot dog eating for tomorrow. Is Joey Chestnut tomorrow going to have higher or lower than 72 and a half hot dogs eaten? What do you think of the chat? I have absolutely no clue. That seems like a very high number. Higher or lower, 72 and a half hot dogs for Joey Chestnut tomorrow. Seems like a very high number, but then again, I've never had 72 and a half hot dogs probably in my life. How many minutes does he have to do that? 72 and a half? Um, just because it's Joey Chestnut, I guess we go with the over, right? Okay, people are saying higher. So we'll go higher there, and then let's go to Major League Baseball, and let's find the Padres game. And uh, let's see what we have here. Padres for tomorrow in our pick Where the hell are the Padres? Okay, here we go. Um, well, I don't know if Trout's going to play. Musgrove higher or lower than five and a half strikeouts? I'll go higher there. Tatis tomorrow against Otani higher than one and a half hits plus runs plus RBIs. You know what? I'll take higher than a half single from Bogarts. So we go three for three there. Let's. Your 50 that pays 300, folks. That pays 300. Chestnut higher, Musgrove and Bogart's higher. We go three for three, that pays 300. You insure it, you can still win even if you get two out of three correct. So you can insure it, still win even if you get two out of three correct. Boom. There we are for tomorrow. You can too. Underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code PADSWRAP for a 100% deposit match. Up to one hundred dollars. Um, all right, what have I missed here in the chat? I saw a super that just rolled in that I'm going to get to in just one moment. Thank you guys for the supers. If you want to make sure that I see your comment here tonight, please get those supers in right now. 
be with you for the next handful of minutes. If you want to make sure to get your comment on the stream here tonight, please get your super in by clicking the dollar sign below the chat box. Um, all right, let me get to the super here from Alejandro. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you joined late. You may have joined late. I spent 10 minutes on it. I don't know. I really don't. Just what? Just if you have eyes, he's an all-star. Well, but no, John, he was suspended for PDs. So what? He's not currently suspended. We're going to hold him accountable for a suspension that's over? Then why is he playing? Should the Padres start with negative one runs if they're going to use Fernando Tatis Jr.? I just don't understand it. He's been held accountable. He missed 20 games. That can be a part of his candidacy, which is fine. But even with him missing 20 games, he's performed at an all-star caliber level, if not beyond. That's just facts. And he's just so excitable. Like for Major League Baseball, you are missing out. Um, by the way, Blake Snell's got to be on this team. I know he didn't um, make the roster, but Clinton Kershaw was placed on the IL today. I got to assume Blake Snell's going up to the all-star game. He has to be. His ERA is down to three. His ERA sub one in his last eight starts. He's the National League Pitcher of the Month. Um, the game's in Seattle where he's from, right, or resides in the Pacific Northwest. Everything's lining up. And by the way, maybe Tatis makes his team. Um, this is what happened last year with Cronenworth, right? So maybe Tatis eventually is on the team. There's still a few days, so things can happen. But he should be on the team, in my opinion. So Alejandro, uh, I'm I'm completely with you. I'm completely with you. Um, in regards to tomorrow, there is no wrap up show tomorrow. I know it's a great game. I know it's Musgrove and Otani, but it's my wife's birthday. It's July fourth. We got fireworks. I got a four year old. There is no show tomorrow. Wish we could do a show tomorrow. Really do. We will be back Wednesday. And what time is the game on Wednesday? So I fast forward. You got a 540. Okay, so interesting start times here. We have a 340 tomorrow, and then we've got a 540 Wednesday. We'll be with you Wednesday night, somewhere around 930, uh, wrapping up the Angels series, and then a Thursday off day for the Padres, and then we'll be back with you Friday night as well. We're with you, by the way, on the radio, John and Jim, on Wednesday at 3 p.m. So back with you talking Padres baseball on the radio, San Diego Sports 760 on Wednesday at 3 p.m., back with you on the wrap-up show following this series. That'll be Wednesday night. Um, not immediately following the conclusion of the game. I wouldn't think with it being a 540 start, we normally do around 930. So we'll be with you around 930 on um, on Wednesday evening. But that basically covers it. I mean, listen, there's been, you know, if there were more nights like tonight, the Padres would be in better standing. But there haven't been more nights like tonight. I mean, I didn't even do the standings themselves because who really cares at this point? They're 11 out. Um, wild card, they are... You know, seven out. They somehow made up a game and a half over the last um, day plus. There must have been a loss in there from an opponent and then the win coupled with another loss. So baseball's a funny game. I mean, it it felt like they were buried just, you know, this past weekend potentially in Cincinnati with some of those heartbreaking losses. Um, there's time. There's time, but they got to play a lot better than they play. They just do. 39-46 is nowhere near good enough for this team to vie for a playoff spot. They're going to have to be not just over 500. They'll have to be significantly over 500, you would think. And, you know, that's not 84 wins. That's going to take more than 84 wins. So Padres have work to do, but the good news is there's time for the Padres to potentially do that work. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else here, guys. Oh, I know. I had one other thing for you if you wanted to uh, to check it out. If you're looking to pick up some Padres gear, there is a special going on right now with our partner over at MLBshop.com. If you click the link, it is pinned in the chat. They got free shipping going on right now. All orders over $24. Use code 24FS. Free shipping on all U.S. orders 
over $24. And they do have deals going on right now. I think from now until midnight, um, there are deals going on. Um, you can see some of the savings on Padres merchandise going on right now and MLBshop.com. But then they got, again, all these caps, the um, All-Star Game cap to the 4th of July cap to you know some of these really unique um, caps as well that are at MLBshop.com. If you've been waiting on something, a jersey, a cap, a T-shirt, now's the time. You can get free shipping on all U.S. orders over $24 by using code 24FS. Just click the link. I pinned it in the top of the chat. So click that link pinned in the top of the chat. It is a great way to support the work we do here on the wrap-up show. Um, all right, guys. Well, this has been fun. Um, again, appreciate you guys hanging out. If you've been with us tonight, live or on replay, thank you. Seriously, thank you. Have a great fourth, everyone. Uh, be be safe. Seriously, be safe. Enjoy it with your friends and your family. We'll catch up with you again Wednesday. If you're going to the game tomorrow, enjoy it. What a game it should be. Joe Musgrove, Shohei Otani, game two of a three-game series, Padres, Angels, down at Petco Park. But please subscribe. You're on Padres content for you. Smash the like button for us. Follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. And again, support our partners if you wouldn't mind. Mark Nimitz of Farmers Insurance. If you've got insurance needs, Mark is your guy. The next time you have an insurance need, before you just renew, get in contact with Mark. I promise you it'll be an amazing decision, and he will save you money. You can click the link in the description down below to get to his website. Our friends over at Aura, if you're looking to get healthier, they've got that 25% off promo code going on from now through July 4th at ora.organic or by clicking the link down below. And again, if you want a 100% deposit match up to $100 at underdogfantasy.com or on the Underdog Fantasy app, use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. That is promo code PODSWRAP. All right, Jim will be back on Wednesday. For Jim, who's soft, I'm John. Padres win at 10-3 over the Angels. We'll see you on Wednesday night. Have a great fourth, everybody. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.